ignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International Adenta Branch, as he comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service filled with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Roadshow, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now listen to Bishop Edwin time to have our testimony this morning and I keep telling you that when your time hasn't come just be patient your breakthrough is on the way this morning let's put our hands together and welcome Helen Mensah is Helen with us this morning let's welcome Helen to come give her testimony this morning hallelujah okay there she is put your hands together for her one more time as she comes hallelujah tell everything that the lord has done for you this morning amen all right so tell us what the lord has done for you this morning my name is ellen mensa i come for humility soon my zona pastor is p eric i've been in the church for one month since i joined the church i have been doing a lot of things first of all i go out from the house for days and weeks without coming back secondly i used to fornicate a lot with guys but now since i moved i joined this church and i accept the lord as my lord i accept jesus as my lord as personal savior i have seen a supernatural change in my life so this morning as i stand here i thank the lord for this wonderful change in my life amen hallelujah put your hands together for her amen show some love hallelujah god bless you helen hallelujah amen and may we please stand to our feet as we welcome pastor albert akins put your hands together for the lord oh i can't hear your hand clap add a shout of praise to that one Now, at this moment, we want to invite upstage the bishop himself, Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, to take over the ceremony. Let's be upstanding. Put your hands together. Hallelujah. Let's clap our hands for Jesus. You may please be seated. This morning we are celebrating a month of outreaches, campaigns, visitations, soul winning efforts, and um, it is my pleasure to invite to the front to welcome to the front all the new converts. If you are here, you are a new convert, I want to pray for you and I want to also believe God that as I lay my hands on you and minister the prayer and the word of God to you, it will lead to your establishment. So can I have all the new converts, if you are here, please come to the front. I want to pray for you. God born again this month.
keep clapping for them. It's our moment to rejoice and to celebrate the arrival of these new ones who have come to join us as a church. this is something we are going to be doing every other month or quarterly to welcome properly and appropriately all those who join the service who join this family and ensure that they are established in the Lord so this morning I want to say to all of us all of you who have come here that you are welcome to the Bread of Life Cathedral, the Mega Church, and specifically to the Divine Encounter Service. Um, Pastor Akins, I want you to come because I, I want them to know you and see you as their pastor. And this is your pastor. Pastor Albert Akins and he's got many um, pastors zonal leaders working under him and um, I'm, I've asked him to come to stand in front of you because if you will advance if you will grow if you will flourish in the Lord in the months, weeks, years for the rest of your life this is the man you must be willing and ready to follow to listen to to obey your Christian life is a journey the Bible says in Jeremiah 6 that when you stand in the way you ask and you are shown the way and this is the man who will direct you all of us in front here are babies spiritually and it is very important for you as a baby to grow and this is the pastor who is going to ensure that you grow so this morning we are very excited obviously because of time i cannot lay my hands on all of you i just want to say a prayer and believe god that the hand of god that same hand that has kept me as a believer for 33 years will also keep you walking with the Lord loving him and serving him for the rest of your life before I pray I want to ask you to please look at me in case you've not been looking at me just look at me and let me say something before I say the prayer do not think that Christianity is going to church on Sundays. Going to church on Sundays does not make you a Christian. The same way going into a garage does not make you a car. I know that you've all come to meet a certain brand of Christianity, even in the church. There are many people sitting behind you in the congregation 
who are Sunday only Christians. I don't know where they are headed for. I don't know what lies ahead of them. But if your intention is to walk with Jesus, then I want to introduce Christianity to you as a lifestyle. Seven days a week, 24 hours a day, 365 stroke, 366 days a year. All your days, you are a Christian. So please put away Sunday Christianity. It has never benefited anyone. It has only successfully made canal, worldly, accursed Christians. Believe me, who just come to walk around for a few months, a few years, and they vanish. That is why your pastor said, join a group. These people who came to dance, you can tell that they are not the best dancers in the world. But they are doing something for Jesus. In the same way, I am not the best preacher or pastor in the world. I'm also doing something for Jesus. So if you've come, then join well. Join a group. Join a basel, a home cell. Be active. Come to church on Tuesdays. Church service on Tuesday is church. Church. It is a church service, just like today is a church service. Do not make yourself a Sunday only Christian. It's a waste of your time. I will advise you to smoke Indian hemp. I will advise you to be a drunkard. I will advise you to go back to the world than to be in church as a Christian and only go to church on Sundays. It's a waste of time because where it will lead you is the same place those who are not in church will end up. It's a battle to walk with the Lord. It's a journey. Do not start it with the brand of Sunday appearing in church. It is a waste of time. If you are here like that and you intend to live a Sunday only Christianity, then please go back and take your seat. You don't have any place amongst us here because you are going to fall away anyway. I will not waste a prayer on you. The people I am believing God to pray for are those who have come and they want to join the church, be actively involved in whatever we are doing. Whether it's a crusade, it's an outreach, it's a, it's, 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 uh, we are eating, we are having home sales. You are a part of the life of the family. Those are those I'm going to pray for. So lift up your two hands now. Father, in the name of Jesus, I commit these ones into your hands. And by this prayer, I welcome them with joy, with excitement into this family. May none here whose hands are lifted fall by the wayside. May none here perish. May we make it to heaven on that day. Establish them. Put into them, into their hearts, a hunger, a desire, a love, a yearning for you, for your presence. May they desire you. May they seek you. May they love you. Deliver them, Lord, from shallow Christianity. Deliver them, Lord, from super, superficial spirituality. Cause them to be deep. Many of them are not deep today, but may their desire be to know you more, to go deeper, and to enjoy the power that exists for those who seek to become sons and children of God. 
keep them. Satan, take your hands off these ones. I curse you. I wrestled you, demons, wicked spirits. Set these ones free. Take your hands off them. And may they be free to walk with the Lord and to follow the desire of their hearts to serve Jesus. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome you to church. And I pray that this, what I've shared with you, will stay with you. Yes, I'm sure that as we go on, your pastor will lead you, place you where you ought to be, and so on. And I believe that you are going to have a good time. Billy Graham, one of the world's greatest evangelists that ever lived, he said, he has been very, he's about 98 now, or 97. He has preached in almost every nation of the world. Gathered crowds and led millions to Christ. He said, in his lifetime, he has never seen anyone who gave his life to Jesus Christ properly and regretted neither have I seen anyone who genuinely came to Jesus, surrendered his life to Christ and regretted. I pray that you will genuinely find God and seek him. Everything we will do in the church is not for us. It is for you. It is for you. Every announcement, every guidance is for you. May you find the Lord and walk with him in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. you please go back and take your seats. And we want to say to the new converts that we love you. Those who have joined us from January, February, March, April, May, June, July. We celebrate you. We love you. And we believe that God will do a great work, not only in your life, but with your life. Clap for Jesus. Father, we ask that you speak to us today in your presence, in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated. And I want you to please turn your Bibles to Luke, the gospel, according to St. Luke, chapter 10. And I'm reading verse 1 to wherever I will stop. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also. And sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself would come. Therefore said he unto them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into his harvest. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. Verse 4. Carry neither purse nor scrip nor shoes and salute no man by the way and into whatsoever house ye enter first say peace be to this house and if the son of peace be there your peace 
shall rest upon it. Wow. Your peace. Your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. What a fantastic scripture. And in the same house, remain. Eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. Don't roam about. And into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you, eat such things as are set before you, and heal the sick that are therein, and say to them, The kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But into whatsoever city ye enter, and they receive you not, go your ways out into the streets of the same and say, Even the very dust of your city, which cleaveth on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be ye sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto you. But I say unto you, that it shall be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Wow! The same gospel according to St. Luke, the 22nd chapter, and I want to pick just two scriptures from there. Something very short I want to share with you. And he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, lacked ye anything? And they said, nothing. Then said he unto them, but now, he that hath a purse, let him take it. And likewise, his scrip. And he that had no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. Here ends the reading of the word of God. And you say, thanks be unto the Lord. I want to give you some extra scriptures. I'm reading Luke again. Chapter 8, verse 1. And it came to pass afterwards that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him. And certain women, certain women, which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others, which ministered unto him of their substance. Ladies and gentlemen, if you will permit me, I'll read my final scripture and then we close. Mark chapter 14, verse number 3. And being in Bethany in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at meat, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment of spikenard, very precious. And she broke the box. And poured it on his head. And there were some that had indignation. They were angry within themselves and said, Why was this waste of the ointment made? Why? For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence. And have been given to the poor. And they remembered against her. Here ends the reading of the extra scriptures I've given you. And you say, ladies and gentlemen, today, as we celebrate our wonderful brothers and sisters, let's clap our hands for them again. I just want to share with you a sermonette, something very short I've titled, What It Takes to Win a Soul. 
what it takes to win a soul. When you see a soul who has given his life or her life to Jesus, it takes more than zeal to win a soul. For the Son of Man is come to seek and to save that which was lost. But this morning, I want us all to mature, to grow up in our minds and in our hearts, to understand that winning a soul is the primary work Jesus came to do. And you and I who are Christians ought to identify with that primary work Jesus came to do. But ladies and gentlemen, it takes more than Jesus. It takes more than a pastor. It takes more than an evangelist to win a soul. Jesus sent the 70 extra disciples. He sent them two by two, but he gave them an instruction. Don't take any shoes. Don't take any purse. Don't take any staff. Don't take any money. Just go. Go. And I will prove to you that my power is enough to win a soul. The Bible says when they went, many souls surrendered their lives. In fact, they came back with the testimony that even the demons were subject to them. And they rejoiced. Then later on, Jesus spoke to them again and said, when I sent you and instructed you not to take any money, not to take any purse, not to take any extra shoes, any stuff, were you, did you lack anything? He said, we lack nothing said, alright, now, when you are going, take your shoes, take money, take a purse, in fact, add a sword to protect yourself. Jesus told them to add a sword. Ladies and gentlemen, beyond proving the power that is in Christ, it takes more than a pastor to win a soul. Because the truth of the matter is that when you are out there to win a soul, a soul is also a human being with needs. And it is very important to understand this. As a Christian, when you see a pastor with a heart for souls. Having crusades. Outreaches. You must understand that. The same way Jesus sent them. Is the same way he's sending us today. And how does he send us? Yes. He can do great things. Without any extra embellishments without a staff, without a purse, without money, he can save. But he also needs money. So he told them, this time take money with you. You are, I'm selling you that go, take your shoes, take an extra, you see, there are things that are needed to win a soul. A preacher going to preach needs a staff to hold. 
He needs a staff. Something to support him. He needs a staff. He needs money. That when he's hungry, he'll be able to buy something to eat. Jesus sent them. He said, carry your purse. He needs protection. Sometimes a pastor is in church preaching. I, I was preaching here the other time and somebody just rushed towards me. Yeah, he said, take a sword. Is it not there? Take a sword. Yes. So when you see me preaching, I don't have any bodyguard, but I'm going to have a bodyguard. I'm just looking for somebody with even one of us. As I'm preaching, he's standing here. Yeah, don't talk by heart. He said, take a sword. Yes. Because not everywhere is, 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 is um, safe. Take a sword. If you don't have a sword, then sell your suit and make sure you buy one. That's what he said. Sell your garment. The one who doesn't have to sell, sell his garments. Yeah. So the next time you see a body, please, my bodyguard, come and stand here. Come and stand here. Yeah. Slim macho. Stop. Yeah, remain there. (laughs) If you let anybody touch me. (laughs) Yes, this is my sword. Listen very carefully. I'm preaching to you today. You see, when you are in a church like this, that is into soul winning. Understand it. That it takes more than just a pastor with zeal. He needs a sword, he needs a staff. He needs a sword. He needs a staff. He needs a purse, a wallet. He needs shoes. Because he'll be walking, sir. The first shoe will get spoiled. He needs extra shoes. Jesus said it. Oh, I'm not the one. You know, he, he, he needs money. And also, he needs somebody's home. Yes. He needs somebody's home. When you go out, he said, any house you see, just enter it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. It's not that you don't have a household, but you cannot do so within in your area. Your Ablekuma area. Go far to Shama. Go far to Tema. And you don't have a house there. When you see a house, enter it. And as you are entering, expect two things to happen to you. One of two. Either they receive you or they reject you. If they receive you, it says abide there and eat their food and drink their Fanta. Jesus Christ. So when you see a pastor who has removed his shirt, and he's sitting in front of some banku and okra stew that he did not cook <laughs> it is part of the things he needs to eat and to drink Monta Guinness yes. the Lord bless all those who give banku the Lord bless all those who help a pastor with a sword the Lord bless my slim macho bodyguard I, I, I want you to mature. Mature. If you are here, you have a house. If you are here, you have whatever, anything that, that can be of help. Understand that the ministry we are doing requires help. These souls who are sitting here, it costs something. It costs a staff, it costs shoes, it costs a purse, it costs money. It costs somebody's house, it costs somebody. I've had to eat somebody's banku and okra stew. Yeah. As you move around. So you see some of us who are not mature. And look, let me tell you as I end. He said, when you enter the house here, 
expect certain people there. If you don't find them, it's okay. Just be there and eat their food and drink. But you are also going to enter a place. You enter a church. You enter a place and discover that people are somewhere. They have a house, but they will never give the house. Yeah. They've got rice. They will, it's, it's like, they, they, they will not receive you. And that is why I want you to be very careful. When a pastor who is winning souls comes to you to ask you for rice, for a room. I didn't know. In fact, I'm just discovering it this morning. Honestly. That's why when I read it, I was surprised. He said that when they receive you in the house, leave your peace. <laughs> your peace. This is Jesus speaking. Oh. Not the peace of God. Oh. Not when the man of God who is walking around has got his peace. And depending on the reception, depending on the receptivity, as you are giving him your rice and your stew and your room, you are also going to benefit from his peace. Let your peace, peace rest upon it. Which is something rice cannot buy. Something money cannot buy. Yes. You find people who have the opportunity to support the work of God. To support evangelism. And they withhold the support. They clench their fists. They lock their doors. They hide their food. You see, that money you are hiding, those doors you are locking against the man of God is equal to a removal of a certain peace from your life. Peace. So if they don't receive you, take your peace away. Now, if peace is taken away from a place, what is left of the place? So when you support a pastor, when you support Healing Jesus campaign, tonight, this evening, we are having a church service. And I'm very sure some of you will intentionally forget. <laughs> yeah, when you forget, you are forgetting your peace. Yes. Mommy, try and forget by nine o'clock. Ah, I forgot. I forgot. Yeah. 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 Forget it. That is why at the beginning, Jesus sent them in, in, in Avrongo. We say without peace. Without without staff, to prove to you that without your money, without your rice, without your whatever, he's capable of winning a soul. But the, any help you give is equal to your peace. Your peace. Yeah. You can pretend to forget. Forget it. 5pm 5, 5 tonight, this evening, take sleeping tablets. <laughs> I said this evening, everybody, five o'clock, five in the evening, take sleeping tablets and sleep. Wake up tomorrow morning. We'll still win the next soul because there's the power of God. And you see, <laughs> clap your hands for Jesus. For every house that locks its door, the next house, there's another house that will open its door. Yeah, if you don't give, somebody else will give. But there's a certain peace of mind. You are ridding yourself of. So Jesus Christ was sitting. What God, you don't clap your hands. Put your hand behind you. <laughs> uh, what type of bodyguard is this? <laughs> bodyguard shouldn't enjoy the message. You're, you should be concentrating on who is about to kill me. The person who is somebody with a gun. Just look around. Yes, and you shouldn't smile. Serious face. <laughs> Be very careful. So Jesus was sitting in Bethany. Actually, Luke says that he was sitting in the house of Simon the Pharisee. But Mark put it in another way. He said, as he sat at meat or at, at a meat, a lady came with an alabaster box of spikenard. Very expensive. Very expensive. And she broke the bottle of perfume. And poured it at the feet of Jesus. 
on his head. Others say the feet. So you see, she just broke it and poured it on the body of Jesus. And the Bible says there were some. And there are some in the service right now who had indignation. Yes. There are people who feel that their money is only good for NDC. Yeah, their money is only good for NPP. That their money is only good for orphanages. That their money is only good for their cousins and their sisters' school fees. Some had indignation. There are some people who will never be happy when certain precious amounts of money, $5,000, are being given for evangelism. They sit down and they have indignation. What nonsense is this? What waste is this? This oil could have been sold and given to the poor. Always they have ideas, but if you go into it, they don't even give to the poor. The one who cares for the poor is the one called Jesus Christ. Nobody cared for the poor more than Jesus Christ. In fact, he said, the spirit of the Lord has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. There are people who sit in church pretending to be humanitarian uh, 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 NGOs. Never give anything. Never sow any seed. Even if they will sow a seed, something just, just some 200 Ghana seed, just let them go away. Yeah. But the Bible says that Jesus knew, like I know there are some of you here. I know there are some of you here. Who look at a pastor who drives a nice car. You look at it with indignation. And for every bad feeling you have towards a pastor on whom something is being lavished, on whom a certain appreciation is, to whom a certain appreciation is being directed, every negative feeling is is equal to a removal of peace from your house, from your life, from your family. Yeah, a certain child of yours will never bring you peace. It's like, take your peace. So, I didn't know, like, as I stand there, I've got peace with me. Wow. I'm telling you. Wow. I never knew. Wow. That I can leave my peace in your house. Or, I, if I recently, somebody made me take my peace. Yes. Oh, I did. A few weeks ago, I took my peace. Yes. Whatever it means. It means something. I don't know what it means. But I have peace. Yes. I can take my peace from you. I can take my, based on the treatment you give me, I'll take my peace from you. For you to understand that for the three months, one year you were with me, the peace you had came from me. So I, not, not Christ, so. He didn't say go with my, my, my peace. That your peace, you yourself, the, the, the disciple, you have got peace with you. Yes. And I pray. God bless zonal leaders. God bless shepherds. Because you read from Luke again. What does it take to win a soul? What does it take? It takes precious things. Expensive things. Yes. It takes a seed of $10,000. $20,000. It takes a seed. But I was blessing the shepherds also because beyond the spike nard, beyond alabaster box, it also takes human beings. Yeah. That Jesus Christ, apart from the disciples, there were women. Out of whom demons had been taken away. Out of whom infirmities had been removed. And they ministered to him of their substance. There is nothing wrong. There is nothing strange about people who have been blessed by God. Who have been delivered from evil. Ministering their substance to the work and to the pastor. There is nothing wrong with it. does it take to win a soul? It takes Susanna. It takes Salome. It takes Joanna. And their substance. That they were just around to minister something. To find a need and to minister a need. My dear friends, tonight, eh, 
we are having a gathering service. I'm going to raise funds. Yes, it's not a prophetic night. I'm going to raise funds. That's why I'm asking you to take sleeping tablets at five o'clock. Try and forget. Forget it. And tomorrow morning, wake up and go to work. We are here. Somebody sitting here tonight, you can give two thousand dollars, five thousand dollars. Keep it and watch. And tonight is not the only night that last night I'm going to raise funds. Yes. When the feeling comes, I'll raise funds. If you don't like, go home. When the feeling comes, I'll raise funds. When the feeling comes, if you have it, keep it to yourself. But pastor, you're not mentioning those of us who can give 40 Ghana CDs and 20 Ghana CDs. Why are you discriminating against me? I don't have 100. I don't have $10,000. All I have is just uh, 5 Ghana CDs. Pastor, why are you discriminating? Are you a man of God? I'm a man of God. I like your 5 Ghana. I like your 10 Ghana. Because sometimes you are faced with 5,000 people. And what you need is just a little boy with 5 loaves and 2 fishes. It doesn't amount to much, but I like it. I like it. Tonight, bring your five loaves. Tonight, bring your two fishes. Yes, and look at my face very carefully. I'm telling you that once I am around here, this tonight is not the last night. You will see me again. That's why I'm advising you that tonight, five o'clock, take sleeping tablets. So that you sleep and forget. Forget about it. But those who will remember, come with your five loaves. Come with your little. If you can give a hundred loaves and you come with five loaves, you are going to freeze in that state of five loaves. Five loaves represent those who have five loaves. If God has blessed you with 100 loaves, don't descend with five loaves and come and present five loaves. You will never rise above five loaves. Into whatever city you enter. Into whatever house you enter. If you are received, leave your peace there. And if the, the, if the city doesn't receive you, tell the city that even the dust, the dust of your house, the dust that is on your car tie, that, that, that attached itself to my shoes, I shake it off against you as a testimony against you. Tonight, be mature. That when you have a house, God knows you have a house. And you can only do two things. To close the door or to open the door. But tonight, I pray that you open the door. Rise your feet. Let's close. Bodyguard, stand to the side. Close your eyes this morning. And wherever you are, I want you to just lift up your two hands and pray and ask the Lord to touch your heart. Yes. To touch your heart. Maybe you have a purse. You have a staff. You have something. Tonight, as we come back here to support healing Jesus crusade. Come. Because your peace you need is with the evangelist. I will not lie to you. The peace in your family. There's a certain peace of mind. It's not promising you money. It's not permitting you a contract. No. We don't... We, there are some things, if it's contract, then go to Minister of Labor and Social Welfare. If it's money, then go to Minister of Finance. Here, we give what money cannot buy. Peace. Mm. Without which you cannot even enjoy the treasures in your bedroom. Lift your hands and pray and say to the Lord, Father, touch my heart to be generous tonight. Yes, some of you must bring out your alabaster box your pressure, money you have never given before. Believe God to sow that seed. And the Lord will be happy with you. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we bless you. 
What a prophetic service we've had today. We thank you. Every eye closed and every head bowed. If you are here today and you are not born again, you are not born again. You want to say, Pastor, please pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and personal Savior. If you are here, you are not born again. I want to pray for you right now. Every hand down, please. Please put your hand down. And I just want to see the hand of those who want to receive Jesus Christ as their Lord and personal Savior. If you want to receive Jesus, you want to be born again, every eye closed, lift your hand high. Yes, just lift your hand. You want to be born again. Pastor, pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ today. Lift your hand. I want to pray for you right now. Yes, lift it high. It is your life. Don't think about your friends standing by your side. You see, that sometimes eh, you, we are alone. The same way you write your exam alone. That sometimes you are alone. Lift up your hand well. Hi. Pastor, pray for me. I want to surrender my life to Christ. I want to come to Jesus. If your hand is up, or you want to rededicate your life, you want to commit your life again in a stronger way to the Lord, come to the front. I want to pray for you right now. Come. 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 Clap your hands for them as they come. Let's be fast. Time is up. Keep clapping your hands for them. And lift up your two hands. And say after me, Heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, today, come to you I realize I am a sinner I've gone far from you please have mercy on me cleanse me bless me increase me and cause my life to be established I'm dirty please wash me with the blood of Jesus and help me to have a new beginning I thank you, Father, for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe that you have been truly blessed. You can send a mail to Bishop Edwin Ogo at bishopedwinogo at gmail.com. Introduce this podcast to a friend, keep listening, and keep living passionately for God.